Hi, it's me again, and it is moments away from peeing it down. I think it's just started actually. So uh, we should probably get to it, shouldn't we? We've got a couple of stories as always. News of my dream job that I forgot was my dream job. It was in the paper today. And some of your comments again as well. But the big news is Richard Sharp, BBC chair, handed in his resignation. I've got it here somewhere. The former banker became embroiled in a cronyism row earlier this year over helping former Prime Minister Boris Johnson secure an £800,000 loan facility. I mean, we will never know if that's how we got the job, if it was jobs for the boys, isn't it? Do me a favour, I'll scratch your back, all of that stuff. We don't know. But it tarred his reputation at the BBC. At a time when the BBC's reputation, it's not brilliant anyway, is it? So uh, he had to go. He did have to go. But still, the big story from that whole debacle is Boris Johnson needing an 800 grand loan. You wouldn't think he'd be sure. I don't know. It just it doesn't have the accent or the upbringing of somebody who would need that kind of credit facility, does it? I'm the kind of person that would need that kind of credit facility but I'd get turned down for an eight grand loan. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should have gone to a private school. And I have mates who can hook me up. I'll give them a job on my channel or something. But yeah, so he's going. He's going. We don't know who's going to replace him. But the BBC isn't responsible for the chair. From what I gather, I think the government is responsible for the appointment of the chair of the BBC. And uh, but it's not government funded or government controlled the BBC. How dare you suggest such a thing? It's just the government, you know, sign the documents that keep the BBC in business and keep the TV licence fee going. Yeah, but it's not nothing to do with the government. The government don't have the ability. Oh no, they do. Oh no, that's wrong. In times of great crisis to uh, make the BBC broadcast anything they want. So, uh, but it's not government control. That's fine. So I'll be interested to see who they put in, who they put in for the next chair. We'll see, won't we? A few people in the park today, considering the weather. I'm surprised. I like coming down here because dog walking. Miss having a dog. Right, I found this one. This is in, I'm in Malden, as you know. This is in the local paper of Malden, the Malden and Burnham Standard. I think it's just called the Malden Standard now. And I found it because it talks about, oh, look, look, 11 ways to save money on your TV and coffee subscriptions. So I'm thinking, oh, this popped up the other day, 27th of April. I thought, oh, they've clocked that I've been making videos in Malden and they're going to talk to people about the TV license fee. They're going to mention it in there. They're going to mention it in there. They never embed my videos. I think one time one of my videos has been embedded in the local paper, but it's not, probably, it's not what I do it for. But so I scrolled through. And it's got adding household members to your subscription, pay your subscriptions annually, rotate your monthly subscriptions. So like I have Netflix one month and Disney Plus the next month, whatever, which isn't a bad idea, to be fair. And then I scrolled the whole thing, nothing. What a missed opportunity. Well, mister, how can you talk about TV subscriptions and saving money on subscriptions without mentioning the fact that you can save 13 quid a month by not paying the TV license fee. Seems like a missed opportunity to me. 
Seems like a missed opportunity. I don't know. But at least I'm in Malden saying it, even if the local paper, <laughs> even if the local paper isn't over. Just, you know, loads of local papers have that and they're all syndicated anyway, aren't they? So one article goes around all of them. I know that, I know how it works. But it just seems like a massive missed opportunity to me. Yeah, never mind, no problem, not mine. Now in other BBC news, Hull MP Diana Johnson accuses BBC of gagging staff over local radio cuts. Yeah, as we talked about the other day, Bristol has been hit by it and Hull's been hit by it now. The cuts to local radio. And uh, it seems that some of the people in the cull, some of the presenters, feel like they're being gagged about talking about it publicly because they fear they might miss out on their redundancy pay, which seems a bit off, doesn't it? I mean, they're public figures, especially in their local community. I don't know. And it also says here that the ones that are being kept have to reapply for their job. So it's like that BBC News situation, isn't it? When they sacked off loads of the BBC News presenters because they're changing the news channel and they made the presenters screen test screen test to be a serious presenter. Hey, I've worked for you for 20 years. You've got 20 years worth of footage. And you want me to screen test for it. Why are the, the DJs being asked to reapply? You know, they're either being made redundant or they choose voluntary redundancy or they want to keep working. Do you need to... There must be a HR thing that would be made to reapply, granted. But yeah, it's, it's kicking off and oh, there's, there's been a few things. There's petitions and people people talking about it because David Burns or BBC Burnsy started to rain he's um yeah people are really supporting him and as I said before there's when I talk to people about the license fee and the people who defend it defend it for normally one of three reasons or all three or a combination but it's local radio is one of their defenses who else can do local radio like the BBC? Well, they're knackering it. The news, well, they're knackering that. And the art stuff. Oh, yeah, you're right. And the art stuff. And they're knackering that. So, um, where's your arguments? Where's your arguments? So many people I've spoken to who do support the BBC, and you're welcome to support it. Your money, you do what you want with it. But many people I've spoken to who say they, they want to pay it because they want to support local radio, they feel it's important. And that's okay. That's okay if you choose to pay it for that reason. But they're going to knacker it. And this is just the first round of cuts. They'll settle in and they'll realise it's still costing them money in five years' time. And they'll make even more cuts. Where's your money going? They're so big. I mean, there's been a big thing going around in the community at the minute about BBC Pigeon. I mentioned it years ago on here. BBC Pigeon English news website. But that's not the only one they have. They have loads of foreign language news websites and pages and stuff. And then, all right, the, some of it is aimed for people who live in this country who speak those languages, granted. But most of it's aimed at the countries where that is a main language. But they don't pay towards the BBC. So the BBC have to employ all these translators 
and reporters to do the work in the foreign languages for a market that doesn't pay anything towards the infrastructure. It doesn't make any sense. That's where your money's going. It's been wasted. It's been totally wasted. And that's why you're getting cuts to local radio. But, you know, the more BBC damage themselves, the more people are cancelling. And then it's, it's like a snowballing effect, isn't it? So uh, it's interesting. I'd say it's going to be an interesting year this year for the TV licence fee, I think. Oh, other people, I'm coming up to this Bentley again. And people have been wanting to know about this Bentley that's parked down here. It is a thing. Look at this, it's a speed. Nice, isn't it? Now, I didn't want to show it because of the number plate. That's why I've been putting it off. That's why I've been putting it off because of the number plate. And I didn't want you thinking it was mine. <laughs> yeah, the old YouTube millions are rolling in. Gonna got myself a Bentley Speed and a nice plate on it. No, I wish. If it was mine, I'd be shouting it from the hilltops. I wouldn't be hiding it from me, would I? Right, there was another one that came up in the paper today. Ah, oh, it's made me think about it again. My dream job being talked about in the papers though. My dream, dream job. If you could give me the choice of any job in the world, this is the job I'd pick. It was not director of the BBC. Job where you can earn 55K and you don't need a degree, it could make you a TV star. Well, 55K, it's obviously a pay cut for me now, right? What with the YouTube millions that are rolling in, because you all think I'm absolutely caked in it. Yeah, I wish. I wouldn't be doing it if I was caked in it. Oh, mind you, if I was making money, I'd keep doing it, wouldn't I? But I'm not caked in it, don't worry. But this job, you ready? Working as a shopping channel presenter can be a highly rewarding career, and it pays extremely well. A trainee presenter begins on about 30K, but can earn up to 55K. With more experience, my dream job. My dream job i used to work in sales i worked for the mobile phone companies in the big boom so from about 99 to 2003 and then i went back to it at 2006 and i worked i started off as the lowest level part-time sales associate who did i start with i think it was orange i started with and i ended up at o2 at the end and, uh, i started off at the lowest level and within a couple of months, I was the top salesperson in the county, then in the south, then in the country. And uh, so I rose up the ladder a bit and I did a lot of training and stuff like that. I was quite good at it. Quite, I just like talking to people, don't I? I don't talk to anybody. I didn't rush people out or anything like that. I made a lot of money doing it. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna translate this into my dream job, which is shopping presenter. I can't wait. So I made the demo tape and everything. I think it was about 21 when I did it. I'm going to try and find it. I've got it saved on a hard drive somewhere. I'm going to try and find it. If I find it, I'll chuck it over here. If not, I'll upload it at some point when I do find it. And uh, yeah, you had, to, you had to talk for 25 minutes about a normal household product. So I chose a towel set that I just got out of Argos, I think it was and he had to talk for 25 minutes trying to sell it. I thought I did quite good. I did quite, when I went to a job interview to work for Alfa Romeo, I left working at phones because I thought oh, I'm gonna sell some cars now then. So I went to Alfa Romeo and uh, they gave me an interview 
and it was the whole cliche interview, right? The sales manager was sitting there interviewing me, and he gave me a pen and uh, said, "Sell me this pen." I thought I did quite well, and then I went to a group interview when I wanted to join O2. I think it was. What was that? Orange? Can't remember. It all blurs into ones. A long time ago, wasn't it? And you had to stand up in front of the group and sell something. So I did the full market stall Dell Boy. Everyone was trying to be dead serious, and I did the full market stall Dell Boy and walked the job. Walked it. Quite fancy. I'd love to be a shopping TV presenter. Problem is, it's been in the paper now, isn't it? So loads of people are going to be applying. So I'm probably missed out. But I might let it calm down and make another demo tape. I'd love that. The only problem is, all the people out there that I've told to cancel their TV licenses won't be able to watch me. Here's <laughs> my dream job, though. What's your dream job? Let me know in the comments below. Funny would be good. Try and keep it family friendly. <laughs> ah, it's my dream job. My dream job. We all have. We're all allowed to have our dreams. Aren't we? I think it's good fun. Right. Some of your comments. Let's have a look, see what we got. Will your other TV license channel be back because you do good TV license videos on there? Yeah, I. The, I got TV license stop the channel and that's where I do my serious shorter ones with the green screen background and uh yeah I do I'm supposed to be doing a video a day on there where I can a short one but I have like a little studio in my spare room and I packed it all up so I thought I was moving didn't I hang on bloody face tracking on this thing yeah I packed the spare room all up so the posh camera that I use for that and the green screen and everything is all put away so uh can't do any at the minute but if this carries on dragging this house smooth thing i'll just unpack it all put it back up and get back to work doing that i do need to do need to go on that because that's my serious channel the tv license stop one not just me rambling walking about the prom defund the bbc sound like the grifters have moved in need a forensic accounting investigation and an investigative journalist to have a poke around see what turns up yeah i know we've talked about it I've been talking about it a bit more on this channel now. Defund the BBC. I just can't see what they've done with the money. They won't answer me questions about what they've done with the money. They don't seem to be coming back to you people out there who have asked what they've done with the money. I'd love, love a proper... Do investigative journalists still exist? Is there any such thing as a real journalist now? You read the paper and it's just quoted tweets, isn't it? But it'd be good if you know a journalist point them in the direction and see see what they can find out because I'd love to know I'd love to know I hope like I say I want to think the best in people and I want to think that it is all above board and they're trying to do the best work they can do but if you are you'd be shouting about it from the hilltops wouldn't you I'm not trying to dodge questions just a mad thought here but why not stick to the law and be law abiding and pay the tv license where do we draw the line blah 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 uh, move into a house don't pay or not if I guess it don't be stupid. Don't. Absolutely ridiculous statement. Ridiculous statement. You need to pay. If you use gas or electric, you pay for gas and electric. And that's how I feel about the TV license fee. If you watch or record anything that's being broadcast or use BBC iPlayer, pay for the license fee. I've never once said, don't pay it, watch what you like. Not once. I've always said, my message has always been from the first days of this channel, if you use the services, pay for the services. My bone of contention is that people who don't use the services 
and don't need to pay for the services feel forced to via scary letters and goons knocking at their door. That's the problem. And this guy, I'm assuming he's a guy, is just another example of the people who have been brainwashed by TV licensing to be made to pay for it. If you don't watch a record, anything that's been broadcast, you don't use BBC iPlayer, you don't have to pay it. That is the law. We are being law-abiding. Sorry to hear of your house purchase issues. I'd be tempted to instruct the solicitors to pull out the deal completely if the vendor delays things anymore. It's not the vendor. The vendor wants to move things on as much as I do. The problem is the freeholder, because I'm buying a freehold, I'm buying a leasehold flat, and the freeholder, they just don't care. What do they care? As long as they're getting their payments every month for the maintenance fees and everything, they couldn't give a toss, could they? And they're really dragging their heels, and it's some big company that manages it. And uh, yeah, they've just been dragging their heels with it. That's the problem. That's why it's been caught up. And yeah, I've thought about pulling it out. I've thought about just saying, sod it. I'm not bothered. I don't need the ag or the stress. But if I pull out, I'm still lumbered with the conveyancing bill. I know. And I still need somewhere to live. So, yeah, I could carry on renting. But this, the mortgage was cheaper than renting. The place is on the road where my sister lives, so I can see the kids all the time. And if I do pull out, I say I'm, I'm lumbered with the bill, aren't I? So I'll let you know how it goes. Hopefully things are going to start moving, but we don't know. Oh, back to defund the BBC bit. I, I did ask about, because they've got the GoFundMe, right? And uh, the GoFundMe is currently at 91 grand with a target of 100 grand. And I, I wanted to know if anyone out there knew whether they get the money before they hit the target or do you have to hit the 100k target before you can cash out the money? Because if you have to hit the 100 grand target to cash out the money, we've got nine grand left to go. I might start campaigning for some more questions to be answered by them or urging people to either pull their money out or not to let them get to the 100k. But someone's, someone sent me this today. Why if I don't reach my goal? No problem. Reaching your goal is not required with GoFundMe. You keep each and every donation you receive so they have pocketed 91 grand from gofundme and god knows how much god knows how much from private donations via their website but they're they registered it as a limited company go defund the bbc limited and uh the accounts for last year said they had like 18 grand turned over where's it all gone where has it all gone? If you donated, I think you're within your rights to ask what they used your money for, right? Do I have any more? Oh, no. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, I didn't come up with anything to do this weekend because flights were like comedy money. Ryanair wanted 250 quid each way to go to Spain. And I wouldn't have minded because look at this weather here. I mean, this is a joke, right? I'm normally in Spain this time of year. As you know, I spent a lot of time in Spain. And, uh, I had a look at Malaga's weather for this weekend. 33 degrees. 33. I wouldn't mind doing that. I could do with a bit of sunshine. Dig the old shorts out. I'm still wearing coats, look. Madness. It's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, I haven't really thought of anything to do. There's a car thing. There's an Abarth thing. An Italian car thing. And the Abarth club are going to Brooklands tomorrow, Saturday. Might go to that. But then my sister's clubhouse pub thing. She's doing some other stuff this weekend, so she can't run the entertainments. 
so I could go and DJ down there. Tempting, very tempting. Come out of retirement, that'd be good. I haven't really thought of anything to do really. I have decided that if this house purchase goes belly up, I'm gonna do something crazy. Could have a big crazy blowout holiday. That'd be good. A few ideas in the fire. One of my big dreams was to drive across the States. Might do that. I'll do a few other things. We'll see. I don't know. Are you doing anything fun this weekend? I'm sure I'll find something amusing to do. But for now, I haven't got anything amusing to do because I've got to go back to work. And I got lunch today. Made my own sandwiches because I'm tight. So yeah, I'm going to go back and do that. Hope you have a good weekend. I'll see you in the next one. Don't know when that will be yet. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Email or tweet defund the BBC if you donated to them. And I'll see you in the next one. Ta-da.